My name is Luke Matthias, and this is the Mind Body Matthias series. Gratitude. It's January 2019, and I see this word everywhere. I see it on Facebook, I see Insta stories. Everyone is talking about this word gratitude and telling me to be grateful, telling everybody to be grateful, saying how grateful they are. But what actually is it? What is gratitude? It's like the buzz phrase of now. Yet, do people really understand what it means? Is it just lip service? Is it a fake thing? Does it make yourself feel better by saying it? Or is it real? Gratitude is more than just a word. It's, it's almost a way of life. But is it just that cool phrase that people like to use? Here's my thoughts on why. It's no secret I love to, love to learn. In 2000, late 2014, early 2015, I became interested in a guy who I'd never heard of before, a guy called Tim Ferriss. He had a podcast called The Tim Ferriss Show. And this was based around interviewing key people of influence, key leaders in industry. This could be top performing sportsmen. It could be uh, global CEOs. And we're not talking just Steve, the manager from over there at Telstra or Google, or wherever it was. We're talking key people. We are talking leaders of industry. We're talking billionaires and, and super famous, high performing sports people. And I enjoyed listening to this, just seeing what people's days were like. Tim Ferriss would break down daily routines and what they would do and what made them tick and what were the points in their lives that were uh, really game changing, those sliding door moments. And I kept hearing all these top performers saying they were grateful for this and they were grateful for that. And I didn't really think too much of it at the time. I just sort of sat back and assumed, yeah, I'm a grateful person. I never used to act on it, but I just used to assume, yes, I'm a grateful person. I love people. It's cool. When it went a little bit further and some of the industry leaders, people like Richard Branson and Elon Musk, all these massive performers were, were interviewed. And I kept hearing about this gratitude journal or a daily journal, or there's a million different phrases for it, but it seemed to me that a lot of these top performers were journaling daily. I'd never journaled. I don't really like the thought of it. This is where I was in 2015. But all these top performers were doing it, and I just thought, well, why the hell not try it? Give myself three weeks. So I, I took on board uh, one of the episodes, and I got myself a nice little journal and a nice little pen, and I sat there, and the, the, the key to this was it was only going to take five minutes. So on the left side of my page, I'd write Monday the 1st of January 2016. And I'd write one, two, three, one, two, three, five times down the side of the page. And in those points, the first thing I did every morning for these three weeks were write down three things that I'm grateful for. They were the first three points every morning. The first three points, three things I'm grateful for. Second were what is going to make today magnificent. And then the third three points are my daily affirmations, what I am. And then before I went up to bed every night, I would write what three things made today magnificent, and then what three things I can learn from. So what does this mean? It means every morning I would come downstairs, I remember starting it, I remember thinking it was a bit weird and it was outside of my comfort zone, and I wrote three things that I'm grateful for. My wife, my mum, my brother. The second day comes along. Hmm. My family, my life, my wife. 
Third comes along. It was sunny yesterday. And I was paying it lip service, I realized. And I went into research it a little bit further. And when you're journaling, the key for me was to hear that you've got to just open your mind a little bit. And then all of a sudden, I started really thinking. I started, it was almost like a meditation. I started, started really thinking what I was genuinely grateful for. It might have been a nice phone call. It might have been that feeling of joy after I ate that piece of cheesecake yesterday. It might have been sitting around watching the sunset on my own, just taking in the atmosphere. And when I started... When I started delving a little bit deeper, I started realizing how good it felt. And this is the first thing in the morning. Then I went through the other points, but it all started off with altering my mindset to be grateful first thing in the morning. And as I said, I was super uncomfortable. I was this big macho guy. I wasn't that big or macho, but I like to call myself a big macho guy. And I didn't, I didn't need any of this self-help rubbish. And I soon became aware of how crazy I was that I wasn't doing it before. What this has meant is uh, January 2019 is where we're at now. I've got three years worth of journaling notes. As I'm sat here right now, I've got all my journals, my prior journals out in front of me. I've got a big pile, different styles. Um, some are personalized, some are just leather bound ones. And in that, I look at my life now. Four years on, I look back at this little three week ritual that I started. And I carried it on. And sometimes it doesn't always work. It doesn't always work every day. I might miss a Saturday morning or a Wednesday night. It doesn't really matter. Just turn a new page every morning, every night. Write the three thick. Well, write these fifteen points down the side of the page. And now I have data that I can analyze. I'm very much a data person, and I know um, that this was the first step of really becoming self-aware of what what made me better. And this isn't just better in personal terms, it's better in every aspect of life. The amount of change I've had since I started journaling in January 16 is monstrous. Business, life, personal. I have a child, I'm a father, I have a team, I have great people around. Just all these changes, I'm just so thankful that I actually started. And it can then be looked back upon if I know, let's say in business, let's take business as an example. So if I know I performed really well in August 2017, really well, all the numbers were great, everything was kicking goals, I can go back to July, August 2017 and read every day where my mindset was, what I was writing down, what I was grateful for at the time, what I was considering, what I was appreciative of, what three things were making my days magnificent, what I was learning from at the time. And I can read that whole month worth of journaling notes and then think, geez, fantastic, fantastic. And the notes are great. This, this podcast is around gratitude. Everything revolves around those first three points I make every day. And I can soon tell when I'm not having a good month, if I go back and work out what I'm grateful for in the morning or what I wrote that I was grateful for in the morning, was I paying it lip service? Was I just writing the easy ones? Or, or can I tell that I was going deep into thought? Because when I'm not going deep into thought, I'm not giving myself the best advantage. I'm not starting my day well. I'm not genuinely mindfully going in and working out, wow, this life is fantastic. I'm giving it lip service. And it's easy, honestly, it's easy to go back and forth in this. And just being self-aware that, Luke, you're taking shortcuts. You're writing the obvious things the wife, the life, the house, whatever it might be. 
they're not real. That's lip service. That's just that cool word that everyone likes to post on Instagram. Be grateful for things. So I look back and what made me better along, the, along, the, uh, along this last three years, four years, in terms of being grateful for, I've sort of broken this down mentally into sort of micro points and they're the ones that I can, I can affect every day. I have direct effect over. And then the larger things, where, where my gratitude actually stems back to. And I didn't know this at the time. This has sort of come, come with, um, with the whole journey. But these things that I'm very grateful for uh, on a consistent, small, micro basis that I've written uh, just many, many times. And they, they, they revolve around things like silence before 5 a.m. My daily routine starts very early and my journaling is the first thing I do. And when I'm sat at my desk at quarter to five, 10 to five at home, it is silent. And it just does let your mind just creep into that lovely abyss there, there are no bills, there are no emails dinging, there are no phones ringing, uh, Faith's not waking up for a, for a feed, no, nobody's in your ear, there's no distractions. That silence is magical. It's just me and my thoughts. And where that goes, you can appreciate nature, you can appreciate the sun rising, you can appreciate the, the birds and the trees. And it sounds a bit weird me saying this because four years ago, five years ago, I would never, never have said this. But looking back over the past four or five years, these are the thoughts that have made me better. I've built my life to suit my strengths. And I'm so grateful for this. I know where I am and when I am in a good frame of mind. And I've built my life around it. One of the major processes over the last few years is, um, is our journey, my, my wife and I's journey to become pregnant. We were told we weren't able to be. We had many, many rounds of, uh, of IVF, many miscarriages. A horrendous ectopic pregnancy uh, um, it, it was just a very long and difficult I say difficult it was magical at the time if I wasn't aware of myself and, uh, and, and my attitude and, and our attitude it is heart-wrenching I'm so grateful we went through it though because I, I remember being in the middle of the journey and Courtney and I were talking it didn't matter if we sold we go on to sell a business for a billion dollars we were aware that we were literally in the middle of what would be our greatest ever achievement. That I wouldn't have had those mindsets if I wasn't self-aware, if I wasn't journaling, if I wasn't aware of what I was grateful for. To the point where I'm actually going to do a whole podcast episode on pregnancy, on before, on after, on post, on whether it's a taboo subject, etc., etc. So we'll hear more about that in another episode. And then we were blessed with our little angel faith, beautiful, um, removing negativity from around me. This stemmed from uh, learning, the last point in my journal, learning from not having negative impact on my life, remove it as much as possible. And then I become grateful the following days for having removed it, for having had that simple pick me up, for, for having someone in the office to pick me up or, or, or surrounding myself with a good training partner at the gym who can just pick you up as opposed to just beat you when you're down. You know, you, you, everyone's got those negative impact people. I became a lot more grateful for my time and, and, and energy spent when I removed negative people from my life. Um, and, and surrounding myself with people who are, who are better rather than the negative. People who are better. I, I go into my office every day now and 
everyone in there is just better than me. And I'm just so damn grateful they choose to hang around with me every day. It's a, it's a whole bunch. When we're around in a, in, a, in a table, we're talking anywhere between 12 and 20 people. It's just magical because I'm just in awe and, and super grateful of what they do as opposed to just having that negative, oh, I'm carrying you or I'm carrying you. It's a great, it's a great team. That, these are things that I'm really grateful for and I've consistently gone back in some way or another to these sort of points. And they're the ones that you can affect every day. So going back to this word gratitude, everything around me, every, all these last points that I've made are all based around knowing what I'm grateful for and then building a life around it. I get that this gets tested. This gets tested significantly. Are you really grateful? Am I aware? But sometimes in life you see these sliding door moments and you think, okay, well, Luke, I was really grateful that I'm really proud of, of myself. You'll say it, don't be, don't be afraid. Just if you're proud of yourself, say, tell, tell yourself you're proud of it. Write down, journal it, remember the thought. Then you can go back and look at it and think, I was really proud of myself for the way I acted today because ABC. I remember I had a significant moment around gratitude and a real kick in the backside. Um, where was it? 2018, May or April, May 2018. I'd retired from AFL football the year before. And I came back for one game only against the old rivals. And I ended up with a severe shoulder injury, snapped my AC joint, everything around it. And I ended up having to go into surgery. I got down on myself. I look at my notes now around what I was grateful for and things. I was paying it lip service. I was taking the shortcuts. I wasn't going through my daily routine because, oh my gosh, I've injured my shoulder. I'm never gonna be able to lift weights again. I'm never gonna be able to do this. I'm never gonna be able to look good again. It really hit me hard. Fortunately, I was snapped out of it very soon. I was in surgery five days after, five days after my actual incident. And that surgery, that day was just incredible for me because I remember waking up from the surgery in a beautiful hospital and I was in the, uh, the rehab or the, the waking up area, whatever you call it, where there's half a dozen beds and people are just sort of waking up from the drugs and, and the morphine and all that sort of stuff. And I remember looking down thinking, oh my gosh, my shoulder, my shoulder, my shoulder, poor me, victim, victim, victim. It's gonna be horrendous. This whole catastrophe attitude that just snuck in, that hadn't been there for so long. It just snuck into my, to my psyche though. And then I looked across the room and my shoulder, the reality is it, it will get better. I've got great people around me doing great things. It, it will get better. I couldn't see it. I looked directly across the room and there was another guy in the, uh, in, uh, in the ward and he was just coming around. He was just in the same place as me. He was just uh, waking up off his morphine. And he'd had his arm taken off above the elbow. Talk about sliding doors moments. That for me, remind, that, that just reminded me that, wow, what a life we live. Get a hold of yourself. You'll be fine. Others won't. That moment on, I have looked back on my shoulder injury that moments before was a catastrophe. I have looked back on that injury as one of the best things that could have happened to me. I think I was getting a little bit ahead of myself. And it's reminded me just to have my feet on the ground. Reminded me that gratitude is a thing. It is a real, it is life. It is how you live it. 
It's not a word. I still assumed I was grateful. I wasn't. I was being selfish. I was being a victim. What a period of time that was. And then journaling about that and seeing the recovery over the next few days, I recovered magnificently from that shoulder injury, partly because, well, partly because I was fit going into it, partly because I had great medical staff around me, but partly because mindset. And I look back at what I was grateful for those, those, those following days, and I was back. I was going into my mind, I was going into my psyche, I was, I was going into real things. I wasn't paying it lip service. I am so damn grateful that I've got two arms and two legs. That I'm able to do things that many people cannot. These are the things that, these are the macro points. If you're walking around with a, with a victimized attitude, yet telling people you're, you, you, you're grateful, it, it's, it's not real. You live your life. It's, it's, a, it's a life living. Gratitude is not just a word. It's not just something you say. It's a way of life. And I've been through the highs and the lows. The selfish. The selfless. And knowing this. Being, being aware of all of this. Coming out the other end. is just such a nice learning experience. Turns out that a, a year on. Eight months on. I've had a second surgery on my shoulder. And I'm finally in a, in a really fit position. I'm going great guns. Why couldn't I see that? Why didn't I know it? Why didn't I trust the process? Why did I let it get down on myself? It's interesting, isn't it? And I'm sure everyone's done this. Maybe some people are in it right now. Maybe this can help them get out. Maybe there is a, a sliding door moment coming. Whatever it is, just remember that there's always people who are a lot worse off and these, <laughs> these people are having a lot better life. They're having, they, they have a lot better attitude. They're not victims. And this isn't just injury and body and physicality. This is people around them. The macro points that I have learned over the years all stem back now, what I've, what I've come to believe, to, to my grandparents. When I started this journey, I was 32 years old or so. And at the time, I had four grandparents, all four. Mum's parents and dad's parents. I've, I've got a split family, but I'm still so, so close to all four grandparents. And that's just magic. I didn't quite understand fully until I realized what I was grateful for on a daily basis, how, how epic this was. So then you've got to take it to the next step. What happens if someone goes tomorrow? What would your attitude be? Would you wish you did something? Or would you be happy that you did something? Now, these words are groundbreaking. My awful grandparents, turns out Morris, who was the strongest of them, my mum's dad, he passed, which was, um, as everyone who has lost a grandparent knows, it's, it's, it's difficult. And as of today, I still have three grandparents. And one day I won't. But on that day, will I look back thinking, oh, I wish I'd called them more. I wish I told them I loved them. What was the last thing I said to them? Can I remember? And you can treat them as if they're going to go tomorrow. Or you can treat them as if, if they went tomorrow, would they go with a beautiful memory of you? That's the one I chose. 
I love my grandparents. I've got three beautiful, beautiful, beautiful influences. And I speak to them all every week. And going through difficulties, going through illnesses, you're never quite sure. But all you know is that when I last spoke to my nan, my pop, my nan, what was the last thing I said? I would have told them I loved them. God bless. There's no room for regret because regrets are forever. Just like gratitude is. In addition to just knowing this, what would you do if, if you knew they were going to pass at some stage? If they were going to pass tomorrow, what would you do? Well, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to interview them to, to find out more. And in June, July of 2018, I feel like all three of them were waiting for Faith to be born, my little daughter, my beautiful little angel. And um, when we were back there, we were in deep in conversation and Courtney, my wife, knows how important they are to me. And she knows that I would love to interview them and love to learn more and just love to get footage around them. And I look back and Courtney started recording one conversation and I am just the most amazingly grateful husband for her recording that conversation. And what I'm going to do is, I'm actually, this was with my, um, my father's parents, my nan and pop, where my name comes from, Philip Matthias and Val Matthias. They, Phil was, uh, is Ukrainian. My nan is Egyptian, Armenian and Syrian. And they came across as children of war. I'll just take a step back. If they came across to the UK as children of war, I'll just take a step back. The macro points again go back to this because it doesn't matter how bad a day I'm having. It doesn't matter how bad a day I'm having. Two arms, two legs. A I live in Melbourne, Australia. A great place to be. A beautiful life. My grandparents came across Europe in a war-torn world to a small town at the time called Nottingham, England and developed their life. They came across in a war-torn world. This is something I am unaware of. And when I hear people now talking on a daily basis of, oh, woe is me, I'm a victim, this happened, that happened, the bus was cancelled or the tram was cancelled or something or other, whatever it is, a little hurdle in life, derails people so very quickly when if you if you're aware of what you're grateful for if you're aware of where other people have been where other people come from where the people around you the people who influence you have come from these little hurdles just disappear you can't control them they happen in life are you living in a war-torn world where you're having to sneak onto a boat to get across the channel to get out out of the way of of, of bullets flying at you no Gratitude helps you get over these little things in life, these little hurdles that every day you come across. That's why I call it a macro point. This is bigger than just a little, little thing I can affect every day. This is, the point, this is the mindset that you live. So my grandparents came across to the UK in, in a war-torn world, and they have just been the most, all of them, they're all fantastic. Courtney, uh, as I said, start, started recording a video when I was speaking with my nan and pop last year. Faith happened to be asleep on my, on my lap at the time. And I'm always very curious around what happened, where, what, where it happened. And 
how it happened and there's a snippet which we'll probably edit into the uh, edit into this podcast that is me talking and Courtney talking to my grandparents and they're just they're just, they're just beautiful people where does gra- gratitude come from it stems back to my attitude towards my family the 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 path my nan and granddad nan and pop laid for my family the journey in between everything comes back to them and their influence on my parents on my siblings my brother and i gratitude is a wonderful thing and i know if any one of the three of them got hit by the bus tomorrow i would have told them i loved them over the last week gratitude is the anti-regret I'm grateful that I have said this. I wouldn't regret anything. And that comes across to everyone in your life. That's that's the learning point here. If you love somebody, if you want to say something to somebody, or you're too, just or are you too busy, or are you too tired, or do you need another millionth scroll through the Facebook feed? Or can you get someone on the phone for 5 minutes and tell them that you love them and tell them that you're thinking of them? What makes you feel better? That's the grateful life. That's the life where the magic is. I love talking about this. And it's a topic that I would never have spoken about a few years ago. Yet I was still practicing. Except it wasn't cool to post on Facebook. Gratitude is a buzz phrase right now. Look past it. Go past it. Learn past it. Act gratefully.